Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Are you ready? It's the Roundtable with me, Robert Bannon. Oh my goodness, we're back. And it is another edition of the Roundtable. You know, the Roundtable on the Broadway Podcast Network celebrates its 100th episode this week. And what the hell is going on out here? 100 episodes since September. And we came up with this idea to talk about the award shows because award shows are coming in fast and furious, like Vin Diesel. And we are are here with our resident... Uh, she called herself something ridiculous. What'd you call yourself? The talk, the, the award show queen. Yes. I'll take goddess too, either one. <laughs> Adrian Garzillo is here and we are talking the Critics' Choice Awards and the Emmys and A. There is news. There is, there is gossip. There is shade. So much, so much. First of all, it's a lot when they're like, one was Sunday and one was Monday. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of fashion. That's a lot of people going from one place to the other. And there was a lot happening, Robert. I, I was um, a few surprises, a few, not a lot, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Well, I have breaking news. <gasps> you- I kind of watched about 14%. Of, of both of them or one of them? Okay. <laughs> So, but I saw the highlights and I fast forward. My fast forward game is strong (laughs) and I have notes and I'm prepared and I have shady hot takes. Do you? Oh, yes. Okay. We're going to get to it. I'm excited. Let's go. Let's, let's dive in. Well, let's talk about the Critics' Choice Awards. Firstly, was hosted by the Chelsea Handler, New Jersey's own. New Jersey's own, the fabulous, the beautiful. She looks stunning. She had a beautiful dress on. And she gave Jersey sass, as Jessica Voss said on this show. She gave some Jersey sass. A, tell us about the joke heard around the world. Go ahead. The joke heard around the world. First of all, uh, she came out. It was Year of the Woman, as she she proclaimed, which it was. And I agreed uh, 100% with her because there was so many amazing roles for women in television and movies. And her jokes were phenomenal and and were landing. And then she kind of made a little funny about the movie May, December and was talking about whom she enjoys. And she's always talked about, uh, if you've read read her books and even listened to her stand-up, she does like older men. And she made a little joke about uh, Robert De Niro and Harrison Ford, who was there. And saying that she had the opposite thing of Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio, where he likes younger women. She loves older men and said, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. But there was someone that wasn't there, which was Martin Scorsese. And she said that if he was here, she would toss him around like a little Italian meatball. (laughs) And then she said, you like that joke? My writers wrote that for me. Mic drop. Shade to Joe Coy. Well, Joe Joe Coy and her, her dated. Yes, they did. And it was a little underhand veiled nod. Dig. dig. Yeah, it got a lot of play. It did. And here's the thing that I really enjoyed about her because she, I was waiting for people to say something about her jokes, meaning, oh, well, so she can talk about men as sexual objects or whatever. She's a comedian. That is what they do. And I do think comedians are getting a really bad uh, rap of a late because mm-hmm. that's what they've done for years. Go back and watch George Carlin, Sam Kinison. I know people probably have no idea. Google them. They're great. They're really amazing. Um, I'm totally dating myself here. But to the comedians nowadays, you're allowed to do that. But again, women always get shut down because what they, they shouldn't be talking about that. And Chelsea always breaks those barriers. And that's why I really do like her. And, but I think she said that in particularly because that was Joe, Joe Coy's mistake. Mm. Don't make fun of the writers after everything that they fought for this past year with the strike, um, between the writer strike and the actor strike. And that's why I think she said that and kudos to her because that was awesome. I liked it too. It made me smile and it made me laugh. And, oh. um, 
you know, it's all in, well, it may not be in good fun, but it, it was entertaining at the least. Very entertaining. She was, her opening was great. A plus. There was another joke that got a lot of attention. And I, Broadway podcast fans, all you little theater fans out there, I'm going to give a disclaimer that I'm going to piss you off. I'm going to anger the Broadway babies. So there was a, a I don't, a, I'm, I'm not that good at research. There was a, there was a, uh, a young person, a little person, and there was a bigger person. One of the people I knew and one of the people I didn't. I know exactly what you're talking about. So Bella Ramsey. Who's that? So Bella Ramsey uh, is a lovely actor. Do you live in Ramsey? Yeah, I do live in Ramsey. Uh, But they were talking, they were announcing an award and they were going over the names of the people. And some of them were actors that were singing. Like It was not a joke, but continue. I want to hear your take on this. So she said, you know, there are actors who don't sing, but sing in movies like Ryan Gosling, who is not known for being a recording artist. Correct. Actor, even if he was a new kid with Mickey Mouse, whatever. (laughs) So she mentioned, they mentioned Ariana DeBose in this list of people Mm -hmm. is a Broadway baby and won an Oscar for West Side Story. And she was in a Bronx tale, et cetera, et cetera, on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And she did not like the joke. And then she said after the, that she did not find it funny. Do you know why she didn't find it funny? Because she can't sing. <laughs> not a great singer. Robert. Oh. Where's the shade button from RuPaul's Come Drag Race? for me, people. This is my hot take. It's smoking. That's right. It is a hot take. Look, she's a very energetic personality. She's nasty. She, she is a very <laughs> she is she is a very a very famous legend. Would not come on. Hold on, hold on. She has she has not learned that earned that status just yet. No, 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 no. She's She's talented. No, she's not the famous legend. A famous legend who shall be unnamed. Okay. Was supposed to come on my show, and Ariana was invited to surprise this famous legend, and the famous legend said, "I will not do your show if she comes on because she is not kind to me." Oh, see, that's such a shame. I'm not saying that. I've never met Ariana. I've never seen her on a red carpet. I've never interviewed her. She was supposed to come on and do the Bronx Tale reunion and canceled an hour before. She is not somebody who I have any, you know, I'm very proud of her success. She's amazing in West Side Story. She's a good dancer. She has pretty gowns. And she... (laughs) And you know what? She has a lot of energy. And for uh, women, for... uh, uh, I I know she's Latina. I, I think she's also... So she's she's got a lot going on there for her. My pop, she's she's got a little. Um, she's a she, yes, and she speaks out, and that's wonderful. However, that too, right? But however, my thing was it wasn't a joke. They were reading the teleprompter, and when I saw the look on her face, I'm like, oh, she's going to tweet about this or X about it or whatever, and mm-hmm. she did, and I'm like, sit down. There is no reason. I, no, I was I, that. They did not mean it. It was not written in that way. She totally took it to a whole other level. So I can understand whomever that person was, why they felt that way because of her, that reaction. Well, Broadway fans and the Broadway podcast network does not obviously approve of my messages, but I just want to say that I, that's how I feel. We are allowed to have our fandom and opinion. You can at me and come for me. I'm okay. I'm a big, I'm a big guy about it, but I, I, I don't want to say that she's not talented I think no, she's pretty, right. She, she's very talented, but she's a great actor. Yeah, and she's a great dancer. It was great in West Side Story. It was a, it was a wonderful thing for her. But you should watch her do that. The Ham. Remember when Hamilton used to do the lottery and they would come out in the street and sing and dance? Yes. Well, go find that clip on YouTube when she came out and did a little song on the side of the street, and then you 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 people won't come for you if you don't come for them. And that's my thing. We wouldn't be talking about this if she didn't make it a thing. Exactly. Exactly. But I was, I, you know what? That did slip my mind, but that was, um, 
yes, that was something that was uh, very, very interesting. And briefly, America Ferrara was got the the See Her Award and gave a really impassioned speech, very sweet good speech. What a beautiful speech that was. And and I mean, America kind of made the movie, you know, make it have such a better. And I, I will say this uh, for the director, Greta Gerwig and co-writer of the of the film. She um, she deserves her props. I've watched her films for a long time. She's come a really long way. And I it's nice to see a woman have she can do so many different things. She's not just one type of director. She can do many different stories. Little Women was great. Um, Lady Bird, I think she did as well, um, was really, really well. And I'm sure there there uh, are others. But this was something where even I was like, oh God, I wonder what it's going to be like. And I think people went expecting it to be fluffy. And that's not what this movie was. And along with the great music and the set design and the costumes and the casting choices, it was really great. And I'm glad it's it's having its due. And it was nice that at one point, because they were kind of had a lot of time, that Chelsea wanted to invite them up there, uh, Greta, so she could speak. Because comedy didn't get to speak. And no, they didn't put any of those awards on TV. No, I don't like that. There were several that they did that I didn't like um, who won. And I thought that was really nice. But Greta, honey, get a better stylist. The the, the dress was no. <laughs> well, well, she's, she's an artist. She's a quirky, you know. Well, you know, um, and Harrison Ford got the Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, and Han Solo and Indiana Jones. I mean, seeing those movies, Robert, like, I mean, I, we've been fans of, of him forever. I forgot some of those movies. Forever. Yes, A's been a fan. I don't watch any of those movies, but he, he is... <laughs> 186 years old and I and he deserves to win all of the awards that he can win and he's still with Calista Flockhart who is looks lovely and 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 she, and and I mean she looks like she at least ate something since M. Ally McBeal and I um which is good oh the shade is real on this show today but you know he was so sweet he didn't have a speech prepared like other people did which i kind of thought was great i, I almost kind of went like he was really overwhelmed like he was choked up he didn't really know what to nice. say but he doesn't go to these things he right. doesn't we haven't i haven't seen him at an award show and i don't even know how long so i think this was a lot for him to get that those accolades and to see all of these people you know, we all grew up watching him. So many of those people there were inspired to be like him. And and I just, I, I thought, because Han Solo was there and the new Han Solo, um, who was in Oppenheimer, I can't think of his name. It's a, it's an interesting name. He was there too. So I, it's, it was just kind of full circle. Well, I was, I liked it. It made me smile. It was nostalgic. I was intrigued that they picked the director of the last Indiana Jones to give him the award. Cause I'm sure many people would have loved to have that moment, but maybe they're very close friends. I I'm not being shady. I don't know. There's a reason. I mean, I'm he's sure. a great director. I, why Steven wasn't there was kind of my, or George Lucas, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I kind of found that odd, but maybe they were busy. Sure. So for best comedy special, John Mulaney won for Baby J, which was on Netflix. And A was on the John Mulaney thing. I, oh, I apologize. That's my dog. That's okay. Chewy. Short for Chewbacca. Um, John, I did watch the special and it was really good. He was very honest and open about his drug use and, you know, how he kind of overcame that and who helped him. And it was really, really funny. I was highly impressed and I was happy that he won. I think he's, I, I, I hope he can stay clean and I think he will, uh, you know, keep going. Well, Chewy. it beats some, that's fine. It beats some Broadway. Uh, Mike Barbiglia was great in his one man show, which was on Broadway. Alex Bornstein was great. His one man show, which was on Broadway. And, you know, John Mulaney is no stranger to Broadway either. He, he did um, Broadway with Nick Kroll and was really great as well. Um, best talk show. You're going to hear us talk about John, Oliver a lot because he's won a lot of awards in 48 hours. Uh, John it's Oliver. Great. It's a great show though. If you watch it, I mean, he his. I mean, he's more, he, cause he doesn't really have, I mean, he does have some guests, but he's more like he writes it out. He's got amazing writers and they're very on topic and he deep dives into it. So it's not really like a talk show. It is more like a variety show. Yes. And, um, and it's episode, once a week, once a week. I like that. 
Best anime, like the power, no, not even the Powerballs once a week. <laughs> the best animated series is Scott Pilgrim Takes Off, which I have no idea what that is because I don't watch grown-up cartoons. I don't either. I I, I did not. But I, if you like it, I'm happy for the people out there who like it. God bless you. Let your fleet, yes. I don't yuck your yum, knock your socks off. And um, we, <laughs> if we move to television, before we talk about the television awards um, for the Critics' Choice, Best Supporting Actress in a Limited Series or a Movie was Maria Bello for Beef. And you've had her on the show. And she's great. She was very sweet. Her, her acceptance speech was very sweet. I love her. I do too. I love. She was great on. I, she's been in many. One of my favorite roles that she did was again the Cooler with William H Macy. Great Such role. a great role. So, but she's good in everything that she does. In, in reality, she's she is a great actor. Yes, and best supporting actor. I love this choice in a limited series or movie was Jonathan Bailey for Fellow Travelers. If you have not watched Fellow Travelers, people, you need to watch, watch it. Fellow Travelers. Watch it. Jelani First Lally, of all, Noah J Ricketts, friends of this show as well. Amazing show. He was very handsome. He might he might push Pedro Pascal off the zaddy. Really? Oh, I think so. I think so. His his speech was beautiful. Um, I loved his speech. Um, and something that he said, which I resonated with me, um, was tell those who you love, tell those you love that you love them before it's too late. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated that. And uh, speaking out to the LGBTQ plus IA community uh, was wonderful. And he is just one handsome man. <laughs> okay. Best actress in a limited series or movie made for television, Ali Wong for Beef. No surprise. Beef cleaned up. Yes, she did. She she really, really did. And it's, you know, it's it's nice to see different people win. Yes. Same thing with best actor in a limited series or movie. It went to Steven Yen for, for beef. beef. So, and he beat some heavy hitters, Kiefer Sutherland and David Oyelowo and Tony Shalhoub and uh, Twin. It was, you know, it's interesting. I, I I was looking and I was like, wow, like that's a, these were really tough categories. You had some amazing performances by, by these actors, which is, is so great. And I hope if people didn't watch them, um, you know, maybe on, on a snowy day, um, you know, they will watch them. Absolutely. Well, best, uh, agree as my, we actually have a landline telephone here like it's 1946 we do too yes <laughs> it is not my and the only people who call are telemarketers it's going to tell me now if i call back and give my social security number i can win a trip to jamaica nobody even knows the number but that's because i'm 40 and live at home with my dad so who am i to judge ariana debose nobody that's the truth um best movie made for television was a movie called quiz lady which was on hulu Yes, with um, um, Sandra O oh and Aquafina and uh, a few others. I, I I did not know of this movie. I'm I'm kind of upset. It looked like it might have been really really good. You know, I did SNL with 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 Sandra O. Oh. Yes, and, I remember. And I did Electric Shoes, and we're gonna keep my feelings about Sandra O oh on set to myself. That's fine. Maybe she was just in her zone in her because it was SNL, and maybe let's just or maybe she had masking tape all down her sleeves that said please don't touch me it's lunchtime at tim hortons and we're serving up a special deal just for you our new 5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips because what's lunch without a little crunch and the sandwich choice is all yours like a ham and swiss chipotle chicken wrap blt and more made to order just the way you like it Tim Horton's new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Mm. Um, best limited series is Beef. Beef uh, for Netflix, which is a good one. Again, yeah. cleaned up. Supporting. Ooh! Best supporting actress in a comedy series went to someone I didn't expect. Well, I mean, she's won everything. But it it went to Meryl Streep for Only Murders in the Building. Really? The critics just did that. I'm sorry. I Listen, I love Meryl Streep. She's great. Oh, here's I a guess. disclaimer. Shading Meryl Streep on this show. Oh, no. Listen, Meryl has enough awards. It is time to kind of move along. And it, I let, I, and you know, you and you enjoy. 
Only Murders in the Building is a great show. It is wonderful. We love the casts. They are great. Share the wealth. The critics, no, no, no. Bad choice. Sorry. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? She wasn't even there. Whatever. I, I agree. I'm with you. I don't know. I don't watch Only Murders in the Building, but I think I'd like it. Oh, you would. It's it's really cute. And they're they're quick little, they're not super long. Oh, then I really like it. Yes. Oh, I lost my, oh, Best Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series went to Iban Moss Baccarat for The Bear. No relation to Burt Baccarat. Can I share something about this? Because I rewound it just to watch the moment. Sure. Um, your friend, Rami Youssef, uh -huh. presented yeah. the award. And Eben went up on stage and had a moment and hugged him. And he said it was really special because they both went to the to same. Yeah. And, and I just, I think that's great. I think that's great. And Rami was so excited to, to present it to him. And I just really, um, I think that's really awesome. I well, was happy At William Esper Studio, which is where I went to school, which is where Rami went to school, which is where Ibam went to school, which is where everyone went, a lot of people went to school. Um, they've been saying, you know, Esper graduate wins the Critics' Choice, et cetera, for, for his work in the Bear. Uh, it's two-year conservatory, and it is no joke, and it will make you a good actor. So um, Barbara Marchant was my teacher. She doesn't really – she's not available. She doesn't do it as much as she used to. But, whoo, she's – and tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, um, tomorrow on Wednesday on the roundtable, I have a conversation with the director and executive director of a group – that's doing Night of the Iguana by Tennessee Williams off Broadway. And she went to Esper and she knew Barbara and we have a whole kiki. So if you're an actor nerd, make sure you tune in. I'm um, speaking of the bear IO who really has cleaned up uh, wins best supporting actress in a limited series. No, what is, what am I? Best supporting actor in a, in a comedy series. With yes. Oh my God. There's so many papers. Eh? There's so many damn awards. There is, but I think we can um, kind of sum it up that the bear kind of swept. Wins. Jeremy Allen White wins for the bear, best actor. The bear wins best comedy series. And um, I, I may have to go cut some vegetables and cook a brisket just to celebrate the bear. You yes. know, in the gay community, the bear means a whole other thing. Oh, yes, it does. And an otter and um, I a unicorn. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not that... Literary. You're not a furry. Oh God, I don't <laughs> enjoy the hair. That's just me. Oh no, no, that's something. Oh no, we're talking about a totally different thing. Furry is a thing. Like What's they, furry? they get dressed up in the costume. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, and I don't want to see Mickey Mouse do dirty things to Minnie Mouse. I don't want. No, see, I don't like that either. But that's a thing Homer too. Be with his sister. That's what is wrong with you sickos out there in the world. We don't judge as long as they. A said we don't judge, so I had to hit the disclaimer. No, I'm happy. If you enjoy inappropriate videos of, of Disney characters, then that's let your freak flag fly. Anyway. But leave Peter Pan alone, Adrian. Gosh. <laughs> that's that's not a bear. That's more of a twink. So we I'm getting canceled after the show. Best um supporting actress in a drama series went to Elizabeth Debicki, who was Princess Di in The Crown. Yes. And best actress in a drama series in a much more form-fitting, appropriate outfit was Sarah Snook for Succession. Oh, amazing outfit at the Critics Award. Yes, she was bringing it. It was gorgeous. I love the black with the tux. Yes, it was lovely. And I was very excited for her. And best actor in a drama series, Kieran Culkin for Succession. Shout out to everyone at Brookside. You know, I'm trying to get Jaquel Spivey who is from Strange Loop and is in Mean Girls. And I talked to him today to <gasps> on the round table and, you know, Brookside represents him and my friend John Grace over there and everybody over there. And, you know, they represent the Culkins, including Kieran. So I literally, when I sent them an email, I was like, y'all had some week because Kieran Culkin has cleaned up. Cleaned up. Much deserved though. Very much deserved. Absolutely. And television best drama series went to, as it should, to succession. Oh, yes. It was, now, it as, was as we go to... Um, the the movies you have uh adrian's best song she knew it she was like miss cleo she's called it and now what's going to happen at the oscars i'm just ken took the award mark ronson presented it won it i was really excited i have to say you know you know i love my pools as well um 
for the Critics' Choice, I was kind of spot on with several of them. And even some of the not so, you know, prominent awards. Um, well, I kind of wanted Peaches to win. But yes, did. I, my, I was hoping for I'm Just Ken. Ryan Gosling's um, reaction was the best. I wish he would have went up on stage with Mark. Um, he did not. Uh, but he was shocked. I He was definitely not expecting that. It was very fun. And best animated feature, surprisingly, maybe, went to Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Yes, it did. I, I It's really a great animated movie. And, and it's really, it has some great uh, voice actors yeah. in there. Uh, Oscar Isaacs is one of them. Um, he's also and very- Wish, Wish did, the, the Disney movie Wish did not win, featuring the music and singing of Ariana DeBose. The song is very pretty. Yeah, beautiful. The lyrics are beautiful. Absolutely. I mean, Paris Hilton had an album too. Um, best comedy. No, she's better. She's a good singer. I'm just being silly. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Best. I loved her in the prom. I like Ariana in the prom. Yeah. Best comedy went to Barbie, as I think is kind of expected-ish. I, I mean, yeah. the whole the holdovers is a good, damn good movie. It is, but I think Barbie just has way more momentum. Me too. And Oppenheimer wins Best Visual Effects, as it probably should. And Best Hair and Makeup went to Barbie. And Best Costume went to Barbie. And Best Editing went to Oppenheimer, which, I mean... We knew. You knew. And Best Production Design went to Barbie. And Best uh, uh, Cinematography went to Oppenheimer. I mean, it's... It so, speaking of, since we're on an Oppenheimer uh, thing, um, RDJ, you know, my, my buddy... Um, Downey Jr., as opposed he, to Ruth Dater Ginsburg. <laughs> um, I thought, you know, he he gives a good speech. And when he went up there and recited what some critics over the years have funny. Heard, that was great. Funny. He funny. is, and you know, he he his and and I think people like, you know, forget back in the day, he was very funny. He did a lot of comedies, you know, like weird science and like he had really quirky roles. And then he became, I mean, Tropic Thunder, one of them. Come on. Uh, he, he gets shade about that. I mean, people have feelings about how it's aged, but he's defended it recently. He yes, has, he did. He, thought, he was on, I think, Joe Rogan's uh, podcast and defended the movie and, and he will continue to defend it. And kudos to him. But I thought it was hysterical that he did that. I, I do, too. And I'm I'm very uh, interested to see his speech at the Oscars, if he is to win the Oscar. Yes. Um, the adapted screenplay went to American Fiction, which I can't wait to see. I'm very excited to see adapted uh, American Fiction. And Best Original yeah. Screenplay went to Barbie. And that surprised me a little bit. Yeah, interesting. Very, I mean, over air and past lives and the holdovers and yes. interesting. Best Acting Ensemble went to Oppenheimer, which... Every, lots of oh, famous people are in that movie. Yeah. Our buddy David Krumholtz was right up there. We met him at the Drama League Awards. He hates me because I, I called him Buddy the Elf. Bernard. Oh, Buddy is the other, is Will Buddy Ferrell. Buddy is Will Ferrell. Oh, if I called him Buddy the Elf, that would have really went over. That's that would have went like over. Adrian. But we do, we, we love David Krumholtz. He's a very, he was very nice. He came over and had a lovely chat with you, even That's, though you did bring up Bernard. I'm engaged. I'm engaged. And before we got to this part of the show... My fiance, who lives in Detroit, called, and Adrian told him he was from Chicago, which, you know, anyone from these cities, that is like saying, I'm going to punch your mother in the face, Adrian. That's like someone saying, Adrian gets mad when she goes to a concert in New Jersey and they say, Hello, New York. Oh, that's a very big, big pet peeve of mine. But I said Chicago because we were talking about television, and tomorrow night, because it's finally coming back, is Chicago Wednesday on NBC. And I'm a huge Chicago Fire fan and Chicago Med and PD a little bit. This, but I love Chicago Fire, and I got confused. This is Adrian's um, PR PR uh, <laughs> twist. <laughs> Best young actor or actress, Darius. We know you're from Detroit, Darius, Detroit. No C's is um is Dominic Sessa. Speaking of D and Detroit, I called it. I said he was going to win, and I'm sorry they didn't even televise his speech. That's no, not no, nay, nay. Don't like that. Best supporting actress. She's 
taking this ball and running it to the to a touchdown. Divine Joy Randolph was so good. If you haven't seen the whole movie. Oh, and she looked even more beautiful. This dress was stunning on her. And I love her speech. It's so heartfelt. And I'm just so excited for, for what can happen for her. She's great. She's great. Surprise best actress a little bit. Went, it, it went that was, so I think there's two surprises, two shockers. Yes, I, I'm thrilled for Emma Stone. We both enjoy her. She's a great, great actress. And I think she was surprised as well. And then Paul, I mean, meaning surprise over Lily Gladstone, who has yes. had a lot of momentum for the Oscar. And then Best Actor. Oh my God, I wanted to watch Lily Gladstone. But I, when I see three hours, and it's on Apple streaming for free. But when I see three and a half hours, oh my God. I can't wait to watch it. If it says three hours, boop, press play. You know me. Give me, give me an extended cut of Lord of the Rings. I'm there. Oh no, take that ring, yes. take that elf and, 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 and stick it up your furry. <laughs> best actor is, <laughs> best actor is Paul Giamatti for the whole, the whole. I was so excited for him. He deserves it. He's such a great actor. This was such a great role for him to play. And I just, he's such a cute little man. I love him and he deserves to win. For this, I didn't see Oppenheimer because again, three hours. But but Paul Paul Giamatti, I'm, I'm, and I'm sure it's Cillian Murphy is is bananas good in Oppenheimer. Yes, he is. Paul is going to give him a run for his money come Oscar time for sure. But this was also something you know. This was Critics' Choice. I actually i I thought it was going to be between Bradley Cooper and mm. Paul Giamatti. I think because Killian is kind of a almost a lock for Oscar. Mm. This would be the one time where it could go to someone else. So I'm I'm glad they chose Paul. There you, and then oh 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 director and movie went to Oppenheimer and Oppenheimer and Oppenheimer. And it is it is time. Christopher Nolan deserves his props. There you go. So that's the Critics Choice Awards. If you're still with us and I haven't insulted someone you love, we're going to talk about television. Okay, time. We do just if you can give me just like two minutes about the red carpet at the Critics Choice Awards. Go ahead. Because um, there was a few moments that were had um, on the critics uh, on the red carpet. And um, I'm just going to go through this very quickly. Again, the men have been bringing it on the carpets. And it's about time because we love a good tuxedo, but we need more color, gentlemen. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, navy blue suit, totally adorable. Killian Murphy um, it was just amazing. Um, oh, and can we just talk a moment? Greta Lee, she looked fantastic as well. She had on like a sparkly black pantsuit. Um, and she was a triple nominee at the Critics' Choice Awards. It was fantastic. Now, this is the moment I want to talk about. Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon were there for the morning show. Oh, and Billy Crudup won for the morning show. I was so excited about that. Um, I think, I think she had a little bit of a facelift. Jennifer Aniston? That's that's what the blogs are saying. Because her face looks super different. And she's not speaking. Like, she was speaking weird. It was just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she had Botox or something. But she definitely looked different. She looked gorgeous. Of course, her usual black. She always wears black. Reese looked gorgeous. But my favorite person, Pedro Pascal, kind of snuck over with his stone-colored um, monochromatic look. And... He didn't want to talk to the red carpet person. He wanted to talk to Jennifer and Reese. And they had a little moment where he's like, I want to be on the morning show. And then they were like, oh, like what happened to your arm? And he completely ignored the interviewer. And he was talking to them and they were, Reese was so into it. It was really kind of funny. And then he's like, okay, like kisses or whatever. And he's like, no, seriously, like let my agent know. He wanted to be on the morning show. And I just thought that moment was really funny. And then Jennifer's like, well, now he's gone. He was, he, we hired him and then he left. It was really funny. I thought that was a really cute moment um, on the carpet. See, I love that. And see, yeah. Adrian gave shade too. So don't only come for me. You can come for her at AMCO2 Disney. AMC Disney. AMC Disney, yes. Um, but I think that's kind of it. I think everybody else looked great. Uh, wait, there is one other person I have to speak of. Matt Bomer. He was in an electric blue, again, monochromatic, down to his shoes, suit with a cummerbund. Oh, please. He, he, and again, um, Jonathan Bailey, they're just killing it on the red carpet. No, Got to have a good gay on the carpet. They're not just going to show up looking like a slovenly mess. Oh, no, no. He was, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about the Emmys. The Emmys, um, speaking of excitement. Yeah, yes. 
I want to preface this by saying I have been watching award shows since I'm a little, little girl, a little A. Now I'm a big A. Um, this was the best Emmys I've seen. Oh, it's so good. In, in 10 or 15 years. It was, they did such an exceptional job. Okay. Exceptional. But let me just say something. Yes. Uh, there's some very good television. And, you know, TV is not my my full bag. bag. Like, I'm not a binge TV. I watch a show and I watch one show at a time. Usually I don't watch. Like, I, I prefer to do that too. And um, I I don't like love television. I'm not up on the television thing as much. But what I will say is that the excitement that the show had, which was a great show with the reunions and the people, it was, a, it was a celebration of the Emmys. But what makes me sad about that, A, is that we are either old or, which is true, or we miss the days of better television. Because when you see Cheers and when you see Martin and when you see these shows, you're like, oh, I want, you know, when you see Marla Gibb come out, it takes you to a different place where television is America's medium. The movies are the movies and yes. theater is theater, but everyone in the world has access, like in this, not everyone, but you know, people have access to a television. You don't need to buy a $150 theater ticket. You don't even need to buy a $20 AMC ticket. You can go home and watch TV. And now it's at, on our phones and on our computers. And and I, I loved that they there are was, television. They, I thought that was the best. I, I want them to do that every year. But if you if you look at at who they had come out, the majority of them were comedy. You mm -hmm. had All in the Family, mm -hmm. legendary. You had Martin, which was great, and I loved the photo that they had of someone that was no longer with us. They had the remembrance of them there. I thought that was great. You had Cheers, that was awesome. You had you know, um, but those are those were so. And I guess we didn't realize it at the time. Those were pivotal, pivotal television shows that really shaped America back yeah. then. I hope with what we have now with Abbott Elementary, um, um, we need to have good shows again. And the writing is out there. We need to have these studio execs need to pay attention to these young writers like, like Quinta Brunson, who's an amazing writer. She, Abbott Elementary is a great, great show. And it's something that everybody can watch. That's yes. what it, I watched it with my parents. We don't need to separate. Let's, let's bring that unit together and let's watch it with their family. And that's what I think needs to happen. Well, I liked, I liked it. I liked the show and I liked, and a lot of the shows that they, that they had come out like Always Sunny in Philadelphia Martin, Arsenio Hall, people never nominated for an Emmy. Never Always Sunny never nominated. Martin never nominated. None of them ever winning. I, I think it was a nice, it was a nice moment. Anthony Anderson is um very fun and very much better at hosting than than some other hosts of late. Like he is a very charismatic. His he opening. is, but you know, he does host some game shows. And I will say, I think that the cherry on top was his mama. His mama. And that was just such a great, um, you know, and I, I love uh, their relationship together. And even when she wasn't supposed to say something, she said something. And I just think that was adorable. He did a great, and even the opening, he did yeah. great. He played piano. Yes. And I, I, and sang. I think you should thank your mom and Jesus, not in that order, and get off the stage as well. Yes. I, I, you know, or whomever you believe is up there, even if it's, yes. you know, whatever. Um, you you were very moved by the in memoriam. I know they did the friends. The I'm I'm not giving my hot take. Whatever. I mean, that was a, it. Was Charlie Puth is a choice, and you you it, there was a lot of very significant famous. Oh, that, that even I, I watched it with my mom and, and we were watching it and she, she didn't, I said, yeah, Kirstie Alley. She goes, no, Kirstie. I said, no, mom, it was last year. I mean, Kirstie Alley, Suzanne Summers, um, Norman Lear. I mean, I thought they would do something a little more special for Norman Lear, but I, I mean, I get it. I mean, you could do a whole hour for him, but they did kind of pay homage in the beginning as well. Anthony Edwards did that. And then with um, Meathead and uh, Rob Reiner and Sally Struthers, and they had his hat hanging on the, on the coat rack. So I thought that was very nice. Um, it was I nice was, to see Sally Struthers, you know, not doing Hello Dolly, not doing Hello Dolly in a main community theater somewhere. I she, know. I love that. She deserves more credit because she, you know, she made the, yes, the videos and South Park made fun of her and you know, the, the, the food. And that was firstly, how are we making fun of trying to feed people in this world? Yeah. Secondly, she is on one of the most iconic sitcoms of all time. She gets a bad rep sometimes. I rep for Sally Struthers. Sally Struthers, come on the brown table, damn it. Yes, yes, definitely. I, I thought that was great. I think the reason why I was emotional, um, I recently lost a very good friend of mine. And when they, when I heard Charlie Puth, I said, oh no, he's going to sing that song. 
that song came out the year my grandmother passed. Oh, the Fast and the Furious. The Fast and the Furious song. It's a beautiful song. And I do like Charlie Puth. I think he's great. And then the other two, the couple that sang, they are- War and Treaty. War and Treaty. Oh my gosh. I mean, that was just beautiful. And then I, I, you know, and it's just like, you know, Leslie Jordan and Stephen Twitch, you know, Twitch just- it was just very sad to see Andre Brower. There were so many people. And then, then he started, I'm going to get emotional <laughs> when he started singing, I'll be there for you. I'm like, it's just sad because it, it didn't have to happen that way. And I think that's, you know, it still resonates with people. It's very hard when, when you lose uh, someone that people, you know, BTS, they learned English by watching friends. And that's, that's insane. When you think about that, like they learned it by, again, we were talking about by watching television. Now the tea that I'd like to spill is there was supposed, the friends were supposed to be there together and they were not. Oh, so, cause my mom's like, where are they now? I don't know if they didn't attend because of what recently came out about Matthew Perry. I don't know how true that is. Maybe they didn't, maybe it was too much for them. Maybe they, they couldn't do yeah. it. Well, that it was definitely a, a, a very poignant moment. And, um, and, and then Elton John wins his ego. Woo! Which, I mean, his special Farewell from Dodger Stadium, which was on Disney+, Plus, uh, his last concert in the North America and ended his Goodbye Yellow Brick Road tour. He he, he has won a, a bunch of Grammys. Obviously, he's won the Oscar for The Lion King. He's won the Tonys for The Lion King and, and Aida, etc. And now he wins his Emmy. So he's the newest member of the EGOT family. That was just wonderful and amazing. And I did text you because I know you, you love singing. I love him. And, and I, you know, I texted my husband because we got to go see this tour at yes. giant stadium and it was amazing and wonderful. And he is, I mean, we grew up listening to, listen, I'm still standing as one of my favorites. That's one of your favorites. You love to sing it as well. It's, it's just, it's so well-deserved. I can't believe he didn't have one before this, but kudos to Sir Elton John. Um, Yes. Come on, Robert Schiff. I tried to oh the, yeah and, and then and then Jesus I I I um I was ready to retire I'm still standing from my shows because you know it's on my rewind album which you can stream now and then I was like I'm done with this song but people like it it's a fun little song it gets people going it gets the it gets the children going eh? it does well the award they gave out awards too to go over you know um they give out a lot of TV awards, but to go over some of the 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 fun the fun ones for sure. Um, best supporting actress in a limited series. A A was called it. A's wanted it. A was insistent about it. A got, may have gotten her six inch nails done for it because she loves Nisi and Nisi Nash wins. Um, I cried with her. I cried. First of all, she looks stunning. I mean, she she. I was hoping for some color, but she her and her wife they looked beautiful together. They were on the red carpet. And I was fighting for my niece because she is a great actress. And that speech, uh, you know, that speech spoke to me as well. And I am very privileged. And I just, and then her after, when she went backstage and they were interviewing her, it was even better. And because they said, well, you know, why did you? And she said, because no one knows how hard I worked to get there. No one knows how many times people said no to me because of this, because of that, because I'm a woman, because of, you know, and she didn't make it a racial thing. It wasn't about that, but she just said, and I'm older. And she goes, I had to fight to get where I was. And she says, it's not them love. It's not, um, they love it's self love. And I'm like, come on, girl, come on. I, I just, I just adore her. I liked it. And I, and she's Brilliant. She was brilliant in Dahmer. Um, and then outstanding supporting actor in an anthology or a limited series went to Paul Walter Hauser for Blackbird. Did you see his speech? Yeah. He was eating right before he went up or yeah. he made out with his wife for like a minute. Listen, he listen, he's a funny guy. He's in Cobra Kai. He yeah. was in Cruella. And yes. then he did Blackbird. Uh, you know, I was hoping for my Ray Liotta. Um, but that's okay. Uh, but I do also believe he won the Golden Globe last year when it was um, up. So, hey, yes. kudos to him. Good for him. And Best Outstanding Supporting Actress, you had said maybe they were going to cancel each other out. But no, the, the Jennifer Coolidge won for White Lotus. She gave a little tea, too, afterwards because she really did a definitively say she will not be back. They are I not know. back for the next season of the White Lotus. Well, 
that character is dead. Yes. So the character yes. she played, that doesn't mean she can't come back and be a different character. Like an American horror story. They may die, but then they come back and they play a different character. That's true. It's a different story. That's true. But she, it was well-deserved. She was so phenomenal. And who did she thank? The evil gaze. If you know, that, you know. That was funny. That, that that's was really funny. And then Mama was like, time to go. <laughs> Your that, speech is too long. The evil gay right here at this hour of this show. <laughs> Outstanding supporting actor in a drama series went to Matthew McFadden in succession, which... We we're here for we've been here for him. He's such a creepy, skeevy, dumb, smart. He's everything in succession. I mean, the writing, and again, you have to really call it to these writers. The writing for this show was so phenomenal. And uh Jesse Armstrong, I believe, is the, the showrunner and, and yeah. put it all together. Uh, you these characters were so and he gave a little tea too and it was some of his speeches as to who that it might have been about um which we all kind of had a feeling um Rupert Murdoch um but I thought um yeah I was happy for them I was happy for all of all of succession people yeah they, they're gonna sweep it up we're gonna talk about the same people we just talked about 20 minutes ago outstanding supporting actress went to Io uh for the bear and best uh, best um Ebon Moss Backrat one for the bear supporting actor. Yes. And, um, I, did I miss a page? I don't think so. Outstanding, outstanding lead actress in a limited series or anthology went to Ali Wong for beef and Stephen Yun one for beef and outstanding lead actor uh, in a, a lead actress. I'm sorry. Some of the, some of the um, ink that did not come in when I printed this went to Sarah Snook for succession who looked absolutely stunning in that red gown. It was Very Vivian nice. Westwood, and she looked absolutely amazing. Kieran Culkin wins for Best Lead Actor in a Drama Series. Can we just... So <clears throat> one of the uh, early presenters of the evening, which, of course, made my day, was uh, Pedro Pascal. Um, and he came out, and he kind of shared a little tea himself. He got bleeped because he kind of said a curse word. And he came out and said, I'd like to talk about me for a moment. And he said, I want to talk about my arm. My arm is not injured. It's my shoulder. And he kind of did a little side look to like, yes, it's my shoulder, not my arm. And he wanted to clear up because everyone's been asking him how it happened. And he goes, well, I'm going to tell you all now. And I'm going to curse. You can be bleep me if you want to. Um, he said that Kieran Culkin beat the shit out of him. And it panned to Kieran and he was right in it. It was his Roman face. It was so fantastic. And then they cut back to Pedro and then they cut back to Kieran who was laughing. And that was like chef's kiss. That was perfect. Cause they had a little back and forth at the golden globes. And yes. I just, I loved it so much. I thought that was great. It was a fun moment. Best outstanding lead actress, an emotional uh, Quinta Brunson one for Abbott elementary, really a, a beautiful speech. What a, what a really, and when she oh. brought Marla Gibb out and they had that moment and everyone stood for Marla Gibb when they presented. No, no, no. That was Carol Burnett that presented it to her. No, but but then Quinta presented with Marla. Right. Later. Right. But Carol Burnett gave Quinta her award and she said, I don't know why I'm emotional. Maybe I'm emotional because Carol Burnett's here, etc. But yes, I'm just, yes. Well, it was also a monumental win for Quinta. Yeah. I mean, well, no, no. It had been 30 years yeah. since a woman of color won in that category. Yeah. Says a lot. A lot. Hopefully change will come. Um, absolutely. Acting awards uh, for best actor in a comedy series went to Jeremy Allen White, of course, for The Bear. Um, outstanding scripted variety series went to John Oliver. Um, and outstanding talk show went to Trevor Noah. That was a little bit of a surprise. I, I, I love Trevor Noah. And, uh, you know, and he was actually asked in, in the back room, you know, they were like, oh, with this election year, you're going to leave us hanging. And he says, I'm not leaving you hanging. He goes, look at all of these amazing people behind me. He goes, they, they, they are what made me do this. And he goes, you'll be fine. He's like, you'll have all these wonderful people here that will get you through. He goes, but I'm hopeful of this next election uh, election year, which I thought was great. And I, I, I adore Trevor Noah. I think he's really wonderful. Um, here we go. Outstanding limited or anthology series went to beef. And before we get to, well, there's no surprise who won. Before we get to Outstanding Reality Competition Show, which we'll end with that because uh, we'll end on that note. But Outstanding Drama, because drama and comedy are not a surprise. The Bear won comedy. Right. Succession wins drama. 
so outstanding reality competition if you listen to our our intro our predictions well wait before can i just one one other thing because with with quinta i do want to talk about the first presenter of the night who was escorted out uh by anthony anderson which was christina applegate oh and yes Christina Applegate, uh, I didn't think she was, I was, I was hope she would win for, for dead to me. Um, but she has MS and usually she does not attend these things. And I was so happy to see her there. And I also think she was kind of repping for married with children and, and things like that. And, um, she kind of gave some really good one-liners there because everyone obviously stood up, uh, and applauded her. And then she said, oh my gosh, um, you should all be canceled because you're standing up and, and because of her disability, which I thought was very funny. And then she said, this body is not biozempic. And I was like, kudos to you, Christina, because that was really very, very funny. And I think then she introduced Carol Burnett and then Quinta won. So I think Quinta had a lot of emotions going on in that moment. And I think that's kind of why she was emotional. But I was so happy to see Christina Applegate there because I know she's really been going through it with with her um multiple sclerosis um, diagnosis. Absolutely. And uh, and best competition uh, show went to RuPaul's Drag Race, which I said in the preview show that I'm not the world's largest fan of, not because I don't like drag, but I just think it is a intriguing. Hour. It's a competition reality show. So there, there are, you know, some of it is a little scripted. But, and some of it, isn't about drag to me. And some of it is, I mean, we're a little filthy and bawdy and, and cheeky on this show too, but some of it has gotten drag to me is you're on stage in a club working as an entertainer. Like, you know, it is, it is, it is, it's the same thing with singing. It's you, there's many TikTok stars. There's many YouTubers who have millions and millions of followers, but don't put them on a stage in front of an audience because they can't perform or, or, and, or, or so an outfit. Yeah, or so an outfit. And I think drag is one of those things too. You know, it should go to the, the, the queens that are out there, you know, busting their ass every night in a, in a bar, in a club, you know, performing for six people to make $20 and sewing an outfit at home. Um, yeah. But, but kudos to the show. The show is amazing. Rue comes up, Rue and a bunch of queens and all of the guests and the whole shebang. All and the then, hosts, Ross Matthews was there, yes. Carson, Michelle Lafarge. Yes. So, um, and Rue yeah. said something very poignant as well. Yes. Well, uh, this is my shady comment, Adrian. Oh, to the shade. Paul, another not nice person, is that you, you are the most famous drag queen in the entire world. You, you practically are synonymous with drag. And I sometimes get on the show because I feel like Rue tries to walk a fine line. She's not political. She's not very political. She says a little bit sometimes about politics she did a little video and a little this and a little that and yes she said if a drag queen goes to your library and tell very very valid but rue and a is going to disagree with me she's on national television in front of millions and millions of people she could have taken that moment to say there are hundreds of dra anti-drag bills but that's not spoken about anymore because we they've lost that battle but you could have had the moment to talk about the queer community you could have had the moment to talk about the political community and yes, Drag Queen Story Hour is important and it should be done, but it is such a small mini part of drag and the fight against drags and the queer community at large. And sometimes I get annoyed at the RuPaul because I think she has a very big platform and I sometimes think she chickens out to really put her neck out on the line. At the, at the end of every Drag Race show uh, of the past at least two or three seasons, mm -hmm. she has come out with the, the queens that are still safe and it's go vote. And yes. I think I think this new season, because they did take a moment, and I think with the um the strike, they kind of waited and needed to regroup because a lot of people were like, it's you know, you know, I don't enjoy it as much. I think this new season they're gonna talk about it a lot more because a lot of the contestants are talking about it and it's really important. And but I maybe because of the the big award of the evening, the governor's award, because I did not know this. I was actually quite surprised. Um when I saw who won the governor's award. Yeah, Glad wins. Glad won um, the governor's award. Yeah. And, you know, we still live in a time and a place where, you know, people's sexuality is is contested. There are many people who do not feel comfortable to be out and or safe in public. And drag or not, trans uh, or not, gay, straight, lesbians, non-binary, uh, you know, bi, et cetera. 
pansexual, right. you know, anything that is a part of the LGBTQIA plus community, there's still a battle and debate. There's people still talking about fights that we should have won and been over. It's the same thing with race. It's the same thing with gender. It's the same thing with religion. And, um, you know, Hollywood gets a bad reputation sometimes because they are, are very liberal, but they're, they're, I don't think it's always about just liberal politics. I think it's about artists are artists, regardless of who they love, what color they are, where they come from, what gender they are. And good art that touches us is, is uh, so valuable and important because it is, if you agree with the characters or not, um, it is a slice, it is a page, it is a piece of life. And that's what art is about. We get so much education from our art. No one would know about Oppenheimer. No one would know about, uh, you know, you know, we, you know, different religions if it wasn't for those shows, different cultures if it wasn't for those shows. You know, the, the role of an artist is very important. And I think that, that we have to give kudos and credit to the people who write it, direct it, produce it, and act in, in pieces that show us humanity. The president of GLAD spoke about that, and and I I really I enjoyed her speech very much, and it's it's very important, and I think they've definitely uh, come a long way, and and they now have people, you know, like you know the the wording is changing now, and and people are are trying to be more respectful, especially for those that are non-binary, and and say you know, what are your pronouns? What what do you prefer? And I, I do think sometimes, especially for someone because transgenders, she spoke a lot about that, is that people are, there's fear and you're afraid of what you don't know. And I agree, that is a very true statement, but we don't need to be afraid. They're not going to hurt you. And there are certain people in this world, in this country who want you to be afraid and they keep putting out a narrative about that. And it's people like Glad and allies of GLAD, which is myself, who will come on and say, cut it out. It's it's ridiculous. There is zero reason for you to be worried about. The, there are other people that we need to be more worried about. Transgender people are not violent, but they have to worry about violence being put upon them because people are afraid of what they're going to do. They're not going to hurt your children in a bathroom. No. Well, you it's know, the white male pedophiles that are going to do that, who are straight men. Just saying. We, we we have had a lot of conversations on the roundtable. Uh, go back and look at the conversation with Funky Deneva and stuff like that. There's a lot of narratives that you know, when the bathroom battle is not, and and, the, and drag and drag queen story hour are not the biggest fights for the for this community. There's bigger fights, but we focus on these things because we like to to teach people fear and and fear gets people to vote and and gets people to stay in power. So vote and support your world with your dollar and with your voice and with your art because you can we need all of that support um, local art right support local always, art. always like to support local art support yes. local art and, and community ex especially no matter where you are and go to the movies nowadays listen even if you have to wear a mask because covid's still around wear that mask but go go on a matinee you know don't pay, if you can't pay the full price for a ticket go see a movie because movies movie theaters are dying out too and and seeing a movie in a theater depending on the movie is a really just like broadway there is nothing like it sometimes, depending on the movie. But sometimes you can just stay home and watch Netflix, too. <laughs> That's true. Do you. But support art today. A's interviewing me for our 100th episode. She's going to interview me. She's going to ask all the questions. I'm, I'm going to answer honestly and truthfully. So hold on to your hat. Friday will be 100 episodes. So uh, if you're looking to um, be entertained for a moment, make sure you check us out. I'm here every single day. We have great guests coming up. We have Tony winners, Oscar winners, Emmy winners, all sorts of winners, drag waste winners. We have all sorts of people here on the roundtable all the time. I want to interject just a moment before you finish because I want to redeem myself with Mr. Darius because <laughs> I made a special note on the red carpet of this actor. His name is Sam Richardson. He won for guest starring on Ted Lasso and he had this beautiful white jacket on and it was like gray scale. That's the type of, of uh, I believe that was the designer of it. And when uh, Laverne Cox was speaking to this gentleman, she called him the King of Detroit because that is where he is from. And I made a special note because I wrote down King of Detroit. So see, I knew. That's what I'm just saying. Darius, I got you. I got you, buddy. Don't you worry about that. Just wanted to say. Well, check us out all week here. Uh, and the roundtable is live Thursday nights at 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific on YouTube as well uh, as, as the rest of the show this week. Robbie Benson is here for the hour. So if he's the voice of the beast, he stars of Ice Castles. He's a movie star, TV star, 
writes music, etc. So Robbie Benson will be here. Make sure you check by, stop by and say hello. Go to robertbannon.com. Go to at Robert M. Bannon or at the roundtable with Robert Bannon if you want to yell at me for being mean to Ariana DeBose. If you want to talk to Adrian, go to at AMC Disney on Instagram and uh, she'll, there's my dog. And we will, I'm going to go get him and we will talk to you real soon. The best is yet to come. Thank you all for being here. And we'll have more award shows. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.